0: Recorded live. Hey everyone, Hudson here. You're listening to the Nintendo Fuse Podcast. Today is episode number 138, entitled Summer of Switch. It is July 3rd, 2017. We are already in July. Pretty crazy how time flies by. Uh, And this is the live Nintendo Fuse Podcast. Today, I have Steve here with me.
1: Hey everybody, how's it going?
0: And Barry. Hey guys. Uh, unfortunately Greg wasn't able to make uh, this episode And I know I haven't been around for the last couple of episodes But I'm back So hopefully soon we'll have the whole crew back for an episode uh, But uh, until then Thank you guys for holding up the fort I uh, was listening in on the, the old episodes Catching up on it later Lots of Some, some, some great E3 discussion and everything Which is, which is really cool So I uh, want to kind of briefly touch on E3 At the beginning of this And then we'll get into some other stuff as well uh, But I just want to mention as well For anybody watching or listening we do this podcast live. And so um, the cool thing about this podcast is basically you can participate uh, and post your comments in the chat and we will um, <coughs> read your, your comments live on the show. And if you use Talk show, you can actually call into the podcast as well and talk to us, which will be really cool. We always love having Uh, guest callers as well. The full details on that are on NintendoFuse.com. So definitely excited about uh, hearing what you guys have to say. So before we kick things off, uh, we actually have a little bit of a um, a special giveaway if you're able to attend this event called Play NYC. So I'm going to pass it off to Barry to tell you a little bit about what Play NYC is.
2: Uh, Yeah, so Play NYC is a uh, con that's going on in New York City. It is the first dedicated uh, video game con uh, set in Manhattan, uh, which I don't know why it took so long, but we're finally getting one. Um, the, uh, it's it's being put off by PlayCrafting. Uh, we actually, Steve and myself, we sat down with the CEO, uh, Dan Buchko, uh, for one of our latest industry talks, uh, which you can watch on NintendoFuse.com or on our YouTube channel. And uh, what he explained is that it is going to be three floors of gaming bliss there's going to be independent developers there's going to be uh some big name developers you're going to be able to test out and play games right on the floor and talk to the people who create them Uh, there's going to be special panels uh i believe one of them is going to be uh, the head of the esrb is going to be there uh some sound designers from games like halo and just cause 3. Uh, it's going to be a blast uh it's happening august 19th and 20th in manhattan and uh So if you're going to be in the area, if you're going to be in New York City or in in the New York metro area in August, or you live around here, um, then, you know, this is for you. We have special passes. Um, They are not only free admission in, but the panels are actually only for the press and for the game developers. But our tickets will get you into those panels as well. So they are completely free and we are going to be giving them away tonight as well as through social media as well.
0: Awesome. So you guys get the exclusive, cool in, inside access to some of the the fun panels and everything happening at Play NYC. So we're excited to to share that with you guys. So what we're gonna do is, you know, this event is in NYC, of course. So uh, if you are able to go to the event, then you can enter to win this contest. I mean, if you're like in a, the other side of the world and you know for sure you're not coming to New York in August, then please don't enter because we'd like to save the tickets for somebody who can actually um, attend the event. So if uh, you are interested in attending post in the chat room, say, you know, play NYC and let us know. Um, uh, either if you have uh Legend of Zelda breath of the wild, you have the DLC, let us know your thoughts on the latest Zelda DLC, or if you don't, Uh, you know, if you are interested in uh, what Nintendo has to offer about the DLC, um, we just want to hear, you know, your thoughts on, on some of the topics and we'll talk about the Zelda DLC later on in the podcast. Um, But let us know in the chat room, just let us know uh, that you're interested in play NYC and just talk Nintendo with us. And we will um, hopefully, you know, get you a ticket to to go. So let us know. Um, And if you are listening to this podcast after the fact, um, like Barry said, there will be other opportunities to um, get tickets as well via social media and, and other outlets. So stay tuned to Fuse for the details on that. So let's jump right in. I want to give a shout-out to Only3Penguins and uh, Steve Desmarais in the chat room. So for today, to kick things off, I know E3 happened, uh, and you guys had some great discussion on the podcast about E3. Um, I wanted to sort of recap now that it's been a little while. Um, just general overall feelings coming off of E3 and heading on to the summer and, and the continuing months from Nintendo. Um, what have you sort of digested from it all? Your big takeaways from the event um, going forward. Uh, let's start with uh, Steve.
1: Yeah, um, I think the biggest thing that I, that I can think of right now is that I, I feel even more positive that um, I'm glad to be a Nintendo fan. Um, I'm glad to be a Switch owner. Um, and a 3DS owner, uh, when I looked at what the other systems, the other companies, um, like you know, the big three we're, were talking about, um, you know, there's some, there's some quality games for sure, but um, I am most excited about the Nintendo stuff coming out. It's going to be a really good rest of the year. I'm excited about what 2018 holds, but 20, the rest of 2017, we've been, we've been saying it all along, um, but i have really really excited about uh what we'll get to play the rest of this year. Um, particularly about Splatoon two and Mario Odyssey. Those are definitely the the top ones, but there's gonna be so many uh other great games as well. So that's that's pretty much the big thing is for me is, is just the waiting game now. Um we've seen 'em, we've we've uh watched the people in the treehouse play it. Um now it's just waiting for, you know, us to get our in our own hands and uh try it out. Gotcha. What about you, Barry?
2: Uh, yeah, uh, like Steve said, you know, going through the mall and now now it's it's had some time to digest. Uh, you know, looking at Nintendo's showing, they were the only ones where I was interested that they showed off uh, at E3. Uh, some more than others, like you know, Mario Odyssey, of course, and Xenoblade Two topping the list for me. But the other third parties, you know, with with Xbox and with with Sony. There were some. I mean, uh, Anthem from from Bioware looks great. I wish that was on the Switch. Uh, You know, and then the new God of War looks nice, but it's stuff we've seen from last year. Uh, To be honest with you, the whole entire Xbox presentation, I was probably the most excited for Super Lucky's Tale. Uh, And I know I'm by far in the minority in that, just because I love platformers. Uh, Even Sea of Thieves, uh, and I love Rareware, just didn't do it for me. Like, it was just, there was something about it. It was it wasn't rare. It was Microsoft's influence on Rare. Like yeah. they've done multiplayer stuff before, but it just it didn't have that same mm. banjo and, and conquer charm. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I like Steve said, I'm definitely proud to be a Switch owner. Of course, I'm biased because I'm an owner of all three. Um, but uh, you know, I was just in GameStop today, and the poor, you know there were three people. I was there for maybe 20 minutes there were three different people that came in asking to pre-order or purchase a Switch in 20 minutes. And the guy said it's been like that all weekend. And that just shows, like, Nintendo is back. Like, that wasn't the case with the Wii U at all. Like, Wii U, you couldn't give those things away. I love the Wii U, but you just couldn't. Uh, People didn't know what they were. Switch is hot. And as long as Nintendo follows through, doesn't delay their games, we're in for a great year. We're in for a great 2018. And I'm very excited about it. And actually it makes more to get it in people's hands. Oh yeah. Yeah. Plays make more, yeah. you know, for other people.
0: Yeah, totally. And the, uh, it's funny you say GameStop stories cause the, uh, GameStop story that I had recently was I went there the other day and there's, the employee was trying to struggling, but trying to convince somebody to pre-order the, uh, the Xbox one X. And it was sort of, it has, the greatest graphics it has, you know, all this stuff. And forget the PS4 Pro; it's not even comparable. It's, it's. You shouldn't even buy it. Don't even bother. But we, you can pre-order this now. Xbox One X, you know, we, GameStop will let you pre-order. Like he was like trying to push it hard, and I'm sitting there like, it's just not, it's just not working, dude. Like you can tell the person's just not fully interested in it. It's like, and that's kind of the feeling that I came away with too, to be honest, from E3 with some of it because that was their big push. Uh, You know, with other consoles, Xbox One X was a big one. I don't have an Xbox One. I've thought about it. I've been on the fence for a while. And I came away from E3 like, I'm good with not having one for now. Because a lot of what they showed wasn't necessarily exclusive or super exciting to me. And then with Sony, they had great stuff. I have a PS4. But Sony also has a habit of announcing things many years in advance. So pretty much a lot of what they showed, we already knew about. You know, there weren't really many surprises. Good stuff, but no surprises. Nintendo, all the hate that they get sometimes for not telling us things, they hold it close to their chest, and when they reveal it, it's like, oh, surprise, you know, uh, Super Mario Odyssey, you guys know it's coming, but it's in October, not like November, December. It's a little bit earlier than you thought. Or, oh, by the way, Metroid Prime 4, it's happening. Like, just random surprises like that. It's like, oh, okay, great, you know? And so that's what I loved about uh, Nintendo showing is, we came away with, with some cool stuff and uh, uh, made me really excited. Although I will say the announcement that made me the excited the most was Rocket League. Uh, the second that mm-hmm. was shown right at the beginning of Nintendo's thing, I was like, done. They don't have to announce anything else. I'm yep. satisfied. I'm happy. Let's, let's do this, you know? <laughs> so sometime we're
1: going to have to uh, we we'll show Barry and, and Greg what Rocket League is <laughs> really all about.
2: <laughs> when the Switch exactly. version comes out. When the Switch <laughs> version comes out, I'll, I'll, I'll step in the bat. Uh, Son, quickly, uh, interesting that you mentioned about the employee trying to get somebody to pre-order an Xbox One X because you can't pre-order an Xbox One X now uh, for the same reason uh, that we're going to talk about in a little bit. You can't pre-order the SNES Mini in America. Neither have the FCC regulation, so neither are available for pre-order yet. So it's interesting that he's pushing. You can't even pre-order something yet. And if they're taking pre-orders, that's kind of illegal.
0: (laughs) Interesting. Well, maybe I misheard him or something, because he was talking about, well, he said, like, you'll be able to order it at GameStop. So maybe he wasn't necessarily saying pre-order right now, but he was saying you can pre-order here whenever, that sort of thing. But, yeah, that is interesting.
2: See, what's interesting about (laughs) the Xbox One X, it's like, like, you know how, if you watch their show, they had the Porsche right at the beginning, like, here's the brand new Porsche. It's like getting that car, but not having any roads to drive it on. Like, that's what the Xbox One X is. It's beautiful. It is the most powerful console, but it has zero exclusive games. Every game that comes out for it that is a, an exclusive is either a launch exclusive, so it's timed, or it's also available on Windows 10. So if you are a PC gamer, and I'm not, but if you are, you can still play those there, where Sony mm-hmm. and Nintendo's are
1: truly exclusive titles. Yeah. I think the biggest thing from, that I took from all that was how much – the Xbox One X now being out like how much it would actually benefit people if they, if they grabbed an Xbox One S instead because they dropped the price and it pretty much plays almost all the same games and you still get 4k video support, which, and and I have a 4k TV, I have a 4k HDR TV and I still play 1080p games like Xbox One S and it looks fantastic. Sure. 4K support would be awesome, but I don't need it. I'm not going to spend $500 on another system just to be able to do that. Like they look fantastic in 1080p on my 4K TV. And it's a whole lot less money.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, you know, it's it's very interesting what everybody was trying to push at the at the, you know, conferences with Microsoft trying to push the Xbox One X and this and that. Um, but uh I think the console that in my opinion, that I'm looking forward to the most is actually a uh, Super Nintendo classic. It's a little bit of a throwback, but I think that console is what I think has got a lot of people hyped. Uh, so that's pretty, pretty exciting. I think, I think it's something that everybody kind of knew was coming as well. Right. A little interesting that Nintendo didn't announce it at E3, but I guess it makes mm-hmm. sense because they wanted the attention on the switch and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And they knew it would generate hype regardless. Um, but uh, yeah, Super Nintendo, the SNES Classic. So real quick, for anybody that doesn't know, it comes out September 29th, and it has 21 Super Nintendo games. Um, the price is now 79.99, but it also includes two controllers instead of one. And the games include Contra 3, The Alien Wars, Donkey Kong Country, Earthbound, Final Fantasy 3, F-Zero, Kirby Superstar, Kirby's Dream Course, The Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, Mega Man X, Secret of Mana, Star Fox, Star Fox. 2, what? Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Hyper Fighting, Super Castlevania 4, Super Goals and Ghosts, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Punch-Out, and Yoshi's Island. So, lots of super titles on the Super Nintendo Classic, um, and 21 titles, and uh, you heard correctly, Star Fox 2 never released. Um, it was basically almost completed in development, but never released anywhere is finally releasing as part of this package so if uh if this thing wasn't going to be hard enough to get already good luck (laughs) you're screwed basically (laughs) so are you guys going to be lining up a week ahead of time to get the uh snes classic or or what what are you guys doing
1: i don't know about a week ahead of time but I'll, i'll certainly get one for sure um yeah i think i i learned my lesson from the nes classic uh to go ahead and and grab one as soon as i can so you know, I've got my, you know, the different sites, you know, they're supposed to notify me when the pre-orders go up. We'll see if that actually happens. Um, but um, yeah, I'm going to try to pre-order one as soon as I can. And then, uh, you know, try to get in line and, and things like that. I don't know about weeks ahead of time because it's never that really, like, that worth it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'll be, I'll be signing up. And, and it's cheesy, but like, I know there's going to be people that say, like, that don't know everything. They're really, like, Where's Star Fox three through sixty three? Because we got one, two, and sixty four now. Um, so for all the people that have like no clue about it, um, yeah, I think it's uh, it, it was funny actually just looking through um, all the super uh, stuff. So it was like super this, super that, super this. And I know when the, when the sixty four classic comes out, it's going to be the same thing. It's Like everybody's everything's going to be something something sixty four, something something sixty four. Um, yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about uh, checking out Star Fox. I'm a huge fan of uh Star Fox, and uh, it'd be cool to actually play um this this game that's been basically you know stuck in a vault for for this long i mean i know that, that there's been um stuff leaked out and people have gotten it you know and, and played you know demos or or whatever of it um but this is like the actual game um so that'd be cool and i and i heard i don't know if it was true or not but i heard that the developers themselves didn't even realize this, that they were going to release Star Fox 2 um, so that was kind of fun. I bet they're like sitting around going, they, they what? I thought we, well, oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I don't know if they were, I hope they were surprised in a good way. Um, <laughs> they were like, no, <laughs> we got to go back to this work Work on this game. that's like 25 years old. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Cool. What about you, Barry?
2: Yeah, well, with the NES Classic. I took the seat of, you know what? I don't need it. You know, I'll get it down the road. Eventually it's going to be readily available. I'll probably find one in Craigslist for 30, 40 bucks and that's when I'll pick it up. And then they dropped that bombshell. Like, Hey, guess what? discontinued This is the last time of getting it. Uh, so suddenly it was like crap. (laughs) So there I was in the morning at Best Buy to get my NES mini on the very last day that you could get it. Uh, at least the supposedly last day, I've seen some, uh, places in Florida, some Toys R Us have been getting them. Um, but so yeah, I'm not going to make that mistake. I'm getting the Super NES Mini as soon as I can. Uh, again, probably not weeks in advance, uh, but I will pre-order Amazon or Best Buy or whenever I can. And uh, you know, when when I get a chance to get it, I will get it. Um, as for uh, Star Fox 2, uh, the developers did actually go out and celebrate. Uh, there was an article about that, which you know I'm very happy for them. Uh, You know, a lot of people say Nintendo is like the Disney of video games. And uh, this almost feels like, remember back in the day when they're like, oh, guess what? You know, we haven't seen Beauty and the Beast in a while. It's coming out of the vault. And it almost feels like, you know, Nintendo's, you know, rotating and opening up the vault. And here's Star Fox 2 after all these years. Uh, And, you know, I know that there's been the ROM out there, of the incomplete beta. I've never played it. Uh, This is going to be the first complete like Nintendo is they either went through and completed the ROM or they actually had a completed ROM the entire time and it just never got out um, either way I think this is incredible that it's finally getting released so yes this will be the only official release of it I hope they do some kind of anniversary like SNES cart like they actually print out like an SNES cart as an anniversary giveaway or something like that would be really cool but yeah uh, the, the list the lineup of you know, games is great uh, every game there is a winner. Uh, some, you know, games that are missing that I would love to see, and I'm curious why they're not there. DKC two and three, obviously, um, Chrono Trigger, where, were? where are you? Um, Final Fantasy four, you know, I love six, you know, it'd be nice to have four there as well. Uh, and, and of course, Mega Man X two and three, uh, come on, you know, you keep, you, they keep not completing the trilogies unless it's Mario. Uh, even, you know, even though obviously it was X4 through 8, uh, we won't talk about all of them. But no, the, the library is great. It's just, the only thing I want to see is how are they going to handle Secret of Mana? Because that is actually a three-player game. And you can only do two-player. And is there going to be a way that we could hook up some kind of multi-tap and do three-player with Secret of Mana? Cause that was the most fun I played with that game, was getting together with two friends and playing through with three-player. It changes the game.
0: That is interesting. I mean, I guess, you know, Nintendo's proven that they don't have an issue modifying things because they're adding a brand new game to, you know, so they could always modify something with this or, you know, when they release it, but I, I don't know. That'll be interesting to see. Um, I think it'll also be interesting to see if people will be like, what the demand will be. Cause I think, I think there was a small group of people that was sort of like after the NES classic, they're burnt and they're not going to do the super Nintendo classic, but then Star Fox 2, and then everybody's like, okay, never mind, I have to get it. So demand's going to be high, and everybody's not going to want to make the mistake of waiting now, too, so it's going to be even higher right away, so it's going to be quite a challenge. Um, so we shall see how that goes. The, um, in the chat room, uh, only 3 penguins said, uh, the SNES version of Yoshi's Island being re-released for the first time since the cartridge is almost a bigger deal to me than Star Fox 2, um, so that's interesting um and richard R says i'm glad they're releasing the snes classic with two controllers this time no need to hunt down an extra controller um that is also very nice uh, but interesting uh inter- interesting precedent that they're, that they're setting with this you know makes makes you wonder if uh they ever do like a game boy Advance classic and mother 3 is on there or something like that you know if that's how that's how they get you with that one uh so we shall see we shall see and um, it
1: looks like the uh, the cords are longer this time, so everybody can okay. maybe rejoice. I don't know if they're long enough, but hey, they're longer. So, I I was I was just waiting because I knew I knew they were gonna really like the same length. I'm like seriously need to know like are you listening at all? We hate this. Um, so at least they made them somewhat longer.
0: Are they still like the, the Wii Remote connectors, like the same?
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah this just, time you're... they hid them behind the the like mock a uh, regular connector though so you like flip it down and you can connect it in the the week the, the classic controller for wii now so um so yeah i i, I was assuming you can still use a, a classic controller in there as well and then you'd be able to use these as classic controllers too so that'd be cool
2: see you you're talking about you know or you know mother three it's really bothers me now now that they did the star fox 2 thing Why wasn't Earthbound Beginnings put on the NES Classic? Because they put it out in the Wii U eShop, and the Wii U bombed. So not many people even knew it was there. They could have been perfect to throw it on the NES Classic as well. Not that it needed another game to sell because it sold out. But that would have just been like another icing on the cake.
0: I think the short answer is it's Nintendo, I think. (laughs) (laughs) We've long learned. Who knows? I mean, hey, <laughs> lately, whatever they're doing is working, but I still can't predict what they do. <laughs>
2: I don't think any of us can. Um,
0: we want to uh, do a quick little reminder as well. So, if you want tickets to play NYC, comment in the chat room with um, uh, hashtag playNYC and what you think of the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild DLC. Please only comment and enter if you um, think that you'll be able to go to New York for the event in August so that we can give the tickets to uh, somebody that can actually use it. Um, but if you if you do think so, then definitely enter. We'd love to, uh, to try and get you some tickets if possible. Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, so I want to switch gears a little bit to uh, Switch, uh, uh, to Nintendo Switch, and uh, it's the summer of Switch. I mean, we have so many great things happening. Uh, I know there's more stuff on the horizon, right? But right now, there's some great content as well. Uh, Starting with a new firmware update recently, that added a couple different things. You can now in the news um, app, you can actually register yourself to be added on for news for specific games if you want to be notified of information on those. You can now add friends that you had added uh, on the Wii U and 3DS. Um, You can also get online notifications when your your friends go online. Uh, There's a feature if you're losing your controllers around the house and they're nearby, you can make them rumble and find them. There's some new Splatoon 2 user icons, a couple other things, but also uh, wired support for the Pro Controller. So um, a couple of nice little additions. I think, you know, there's still a decent amount more I think that needs to be added, but it shows that already we're on firmware 3.0 and they're they're trying to push out some stuff. Um, so what do you guys think? Are they at a good pace of firmware updates or do you think they're, they need a lot more or where do they stand?
1: I think they should have already gotten the mobile or the, uh, yeah, the mobile app and the, you know, online rolling like they were supposed to um, already. Like, and I think that's, I think they're <clears throat> lagging behind. I, I, I still think they're lagging behind. Um, I would like to see um, more, but at the same time, this, this is what I, I think they're probably saying is, um, Hey, it's still selling like hotcakes and it's not even fully rolled out. So what's the hurry? And, And, like, as an owner, I get ticked because I'm like, I know this system can be better. I know they've got things in the pipeline, and I want to see them. I want to experience them. Uh, But as a company, I know that they may be sitting back going, eh, we we got time to to flesh this out a little more. Because, really, they're, they're still flying off the shelves, and it's not even fully rolled out yet. So, um yeah, I think I think what they release is cool. But I, I think that should have been, you know, a month or two ago and they should be on to the next thing by now. So um yeah, I'm I'm a little impatient with them right now. Right. What about you, Barry?
2: Um, yeah, I mean they're they're at a good clip. Uh they don't really need to go at you know, mock speed, so to speak. Uh some of the new features like the uh Finding your controller is pretty handy. Uh, thankfully, I haven't had to use it. Uh, adding friends from Wii U, you uh, know, that that should have been there from the start. Uh, building that architecture, that that environment. Uh, what about the, the the online? I'm actually glad it's delayed because that means we don't have to pay till next year. And as for the phone app, it's called Skype, Steve. It already exists. <laughs> Um, you
1: can well, use not that I'm that excited about this phone app i just <laughs> I just know it's it's connected to the overall idea of of connecting us online i I don't I care less about this phone app because I think it's stupid <laughs> um but you <laughs> can listen to previous podcasts. Let me tell you about that um but yes i, I just think the whole idea of it being rolled out is what what than I would expect yeah Fine.
2: um. The other thing that's really a weird omission, now I know the virtual console, people will say, where's the virtual console? Um, that's, that's been beaten to death. Uh, surprising that it's still not there, but maybe they were just working on the SNES Classic too much. Um, but where are, not that I'm even planning on using it, but where's Netflix? Where's Hulu? Where's YouTube? Like these seem so staple, and yes, we could do it on our phone, we could do it on every other device, but why not on the Switch too? especially if that's your one device you're bringing on the plane, you want to game for a little bit, and then, hey, I want to watch a movie. You know, this is their advertisement. This should be there. Um, You know, I think December or not even December, November, maybe even early October, it seems like Mario Odyssey is going to be the launch of Switch. That's going to be the true grand opening, so to speak. The soft launch will be over. October 27th, that is it. So if it's not there by October 27th, I think they're in trouble that they can at least have them out there at that point that's going to be okay for the holiday season. Because that is a huge selling point. There are tons of kids who want to steal their parents' tablet to watch movies or or parents just give them the tablet to say, you know, just to quiet them down. Here, here's your Switch. It's your gaming console. You can take it with you and you can watch movies as well. I mean, that's sort of what they tried to do with the PSP. It didn't really work, but they tried you know, you can have Netflix on your 3DS. It's not very good, but it's there. It's on the Vita. Why is it on the Switch at this point?
0: Right. Yeah, and it's one of those things, and it was weird because when the Switch first launched, it was sort of a, well, we don't know if these types of things are going to come to the Switch. And then recently, I think Reggie just did an interview where he mentioned that that they want to bring that stuff to Switch. It's like, okay, finally. Like, at least they're not, like, saying they don't want to do it. Like, it's still weird that they haven't released it yet, but at least, like, they want it to happen versus the initial, well, we don't know, you know, the switches for gaming. And it's like, well, hold up. That's, 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 that makes common sense. It's really Netflix and stuff on there, you know. So at least they've kind of changed their tune a little bit on, on that. Um, but, yeah, you know, I think, I think they, there's, there's a lot more they need to do. For me, it's the biggest thing is the save data. I want to be able to move my save data from the system to the memory card and back and be able to back stuff up. Um, now there was an SDK leak recently that kind of talked about, it was an early version of the SDK and it talked about some sort of save data transfer or backup functionality that was planned to be implemented, but who knows when that'll happen or if plans have changed or what. Um, but uh, I mean, not that I carry my switch around too much, but there's always a small fear that if somehow it drops and breaks or something, I'm screwed. My Zelda time, everything. I don't know what I would do. Like, So hopefully, you know, that doesn't happen, but um, Nintendo's got to fix some of that. Um,
1: Yeah. And I think even if it, I I don't mind, I think if they don't allow that, but I would at least like some sort of cloud save. And maybe it's actually, you know, with Nintendo, we're more apt to see the, the SD card, you know, be able to transfer it that way instead of a cloud save, but maybe they'll roll that into the online stuff. That would be awesome. Um, and I, I would love it if it just kind of did that in the background. And I knew that at some point, maybe it didn't save everything, but I've got something saved. Um, if you know, the, the switch does crash, I can get another one and, and get, you know, even 90% of, of what I had, um, at the last backup would have be been nice. But yeah, I, I think it's, it's really odd if, if that happens, like you're, you're basically screwed and that sucks. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and I think that's even more important on a portable system because if it's the home console you're not going to take it out it has less chance of getting damaged. But when you have a portable system and you have 200 hours in Zelda or, you know, 200 hours in The Sky of Five complete and then you you break your switch and then suddenly you lose that data, that's that's heartbreaking. I mean, that's that's weeks of your time now just gone down the drain. Uh they need to do something where at least you could back it up. Uh and, and that's so important.
0: Right, right. Yeah, well, hopefully, you know, they continue to to release these firmware updates. We've got some frequent updates on the Switch so far. So hopefully they continue that but add more of these important features that uh that the system needs.
1: Uh, but yeah. along the that, things, you know, I was just to like, say real quick actually. Um one of the things that I'm I'm I am excited about is that the system is still really fast. I think that was something that we had talked about um, when they do start rolling out more features and everything that we were hoping it doesn't slow down the system because it is pretty quick right now. And it seems like even though it's not a whole lot they've added, um, it is running pretty quick. And that's, that's a good thing. I hope they keep that up as the, as they release more and more features um, that they keep that, that system speed up the whole way through.
0: Yeah, totally. And a lot of the individual game updates too for like Zelda, Mario Kart, those have also sped up the game loading menus a little bit, too. So, like, overall, the system even feels a little snappier, which is great, because it's already pretty fast. So, um, yeah, that's definitely been, been great, for sure. Um, so, on to the games. So, we have Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, and the first DLC pack is out now, the Master Trials. This DLC pack has the Master Mode, it has the Trial of the Sword, uh, the hero's path feature where you can see on the map all the different places you've been to, and then all the additional armors, the phantom armor, the tingle suit, Majora's Mask, the Korok Mask, uh, and then also the travel medallion you can place somewhere and act as a travel point. Um, so this DLC is out now, and um, I've been playing it a decent amount. And I found all the individual items, uh, and uh, I kind of like that the game just doesn't give you the items. Up front, I'm not going to spoil where you have to find them or anything, but it's kind of cool that, like, they give you little hints of where to go, but then, you know, you get to explore some more, you know. And I think the the coolest thing for me, I haven't done the trial yet, and I don't think I'm going to do master mode because I heard it's insanely difficult. Uh, um, But uh, Heroes path, the mode where it shows you on the map where you've been, I kind of had fun for a while just watching the replay to see, you know, the order of where I went. I was like, oh, yeah, that's where I did that, that's where I did that. And then when we're all finished, I realized there's a decent amount of places on the map that I just kind of passed over. So I spent the last, you know, a couple hours just sort of exploring those areas, finding shrines that I didn't see and just different side missions and different stuff. So it's it's pretty cool. I like that feature because then I can really find all the pieces that I didn't get to explore and 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 check that out. So um, it's been really cool. Have you guys gotten a chance to to try much of the DLC yet or?
1: I, I have not actually. Um but, and I'm probably not going to try, you know, the the expert modes and all that other stuff, um, you know, at least right away. I mean, I, I might eventually get to it, um, but it's not something I'm going to go to right away. Um, but the thing that I am excited about most is the, is it called the Hero's Path? The thing that you're just talking about, how it shows where you've been and everything. Um, because it's been a while since I I've, since I've booted up, because life just got busy, and I've been playing some other games and everything, so... Going back to it, it has been uh, slightly daunting because I know that I'm gonna have to like put myself back into the right mental space. To, like, okay, what was I doing the last time, and what, how did I get here, and and what was the the point of going here, and oh, I was gonna do that thing, and and so I am excited that now I'll see at least the path that I was on and be able to like help it, you know, help me remember what I was going to do, and um, and so that's gonna be helpful. And like you said as well, when you go trying to get all the different shrines and all the different, um, you know, collectibles and everything around there. It's going to be so helpful to the other see. Oh, I've actually totally missed this entire area. I thought I went everywhere on the map, but I totally missed that spot. And to be able to go there and then and check it out, um, like even on the Great Plains, I know that there's spots that I haven't met because I still haven't found that stupid rock monster yet. Um, and so being able to look, look at the Great Plains they are like, oh, that's probably where it is because that's the one spot I haven't been to. Um, so that would be kind of nice as well. I feel like it's almost a little cheating, but at this point, I'm okay with that because um, I played it a lot, and uh, not as much as Barry, but uh, I played it a lot, and so I'm okay with the game helping me out now.
0: Right. <clears throat> uh,
2: yeah, I hear you. Uh, I didn't get a chance to, to actually mess around with it till today. Uh, life's been very busy this this uh, weekend. So uh, the first thing I did was actually us Pass, uh, I decided to put it up, try it out. And I must have spent a good 15 minutes watching from the beginning, letting it play. And it like brought back all the memories like, oh yeah, there's where I went to this shrine and oh, there's where I died. There's where I was having problems. Here's where I went to the Zora area. And oh, here's where I had to fight the Lino up there. And I died because I was being stupid. And I'm just like watching the whole thing. <laughs> and I, I like the, the, the golem or the, the stone catalyst. like, oh yeah, there's where I missed him on the Great Plateau, like, why I missed them. I never went to that whole section the first time. And when I had the whole thing open, and it, it had have all, all 230 hours uh, was actually there, and it still showed some lines, like, some, some space for some more, um, I saw spots on the map that I had actually never walked on, never, you know, walked on. Wow. And, I, and I, I think it only counts when you're on the ground. It might not count in the air totally. Um, but I could be wrong, but... It was really weird to see, like, oh, I, the whole map isn't just shaded in lines. Like, there are definitely spots I never went through. Uh, I don't know why, but I just never did. Now, I have all 120 shrines, so I know there's no shrines there. There's probably some Koroks. Um, so I will, you know, I might, I might sit down and go through some of those areas. Like, hey, let me just go see what's over there. Um, as for the items, uh, like you said, Hassan, I like that they they made you explore to get them. Uh, they were they were in really weird areas. In fact, one of them was in a ruins that I had actually never been to. It was never listed on my map. I had no idea why. So I was like, oh, my God, like, this was not here. So I gained a little percentage with that, too. But, uh, yeah, I got them all. I got every item. Uh, and then I went to the Trial of the Swords, and I uh, did the first one, and it was a lot of fun. Like, it made me think. Like, I just couldn't rush into it. I'm like, all right, I got to play it safe and, and figure this out. So I'm excited to go into the other's. Uh, the the second and the third tier of that. As for master mode, I'm probably not going to touch it. There's just way too many games and not enough time, and I put 230-plus hours into Zelda already. I don't need another 200-plus hours to get through it on hard mode. Uh, I'll wait for the the December DLC story, and I'll play through that. But uh, it's nice if that's your thing, um, but I'm I'm not going to touch master mode.
0: Right. And with master mode, by the way, so I'm I'm probably not going to touch it anyways, but the nice thing is it can actually, you can start master mode right from where your save file leaves off and it creates a separate save file. So you don't necessarily have to start over as well. Some people, you know, they played halfway through the game and then they started the master mode and they just continued from where they were, but on master mode. So you can also do that as well. Um, but I've heard stories of how difficult it is. And I'm like, ah, I think I'm okay with the current difficulty on the game, uh, I think I'll I'll pass on that one, but uh, definitely uh, a nice option to have at least. So that is Legend Zelda: Breath of the Wild DLC. Um, the uh, only three penguins. Uh, I mentioned that there's a the DLC has a fun little glitch. There's a um uh, a mountain that has a treasure chest that spawns in the sky, falls down from out of nowhere, tumbles down the mountain, despawns, respawns, and falls again. Uh, you can use spaces to grab it, um, and there's nothing special in it. I don't want to spoil too much, um, but it's kind of funny that uh, it's it's just a respawning, you know, chest or something. that little little fun little thing. Um, pretty cool. So yeah, not lots of new opportunities to explore around and find new places that you may not have realized that you missed with the deal. So pretty cool. Um, the, I wanted to also briefly mention something because I, I forgot about this earlier, but uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe did also get an update recently, um, and it fixed, not necessarily, I guess I didn't even know that some of these things were issues, but in a lot of the online play, there's a lot of these little glitches or certain enhancements or changes that they made to the game uh, where players who are behind in online matches will now receive items geared towards catching up more frequently. Um, the, there's a couple things where the item wheel no longer spins continuously in online matches uh, the Boomerang now returns to the first slot, if possible, after a player catches it. So I know that's that's definitely a change there. Um, less communication errors no longer occur frequently while spectating or after spectating online matches. Um, so a couple of little enhancements like that. Have you guys been playing Mario Kart at all recently? Have you gotten a chance to try out any of these uh, changes?
1: I have. And honestly, I didn't realize that any of these were issues to start with. Like, even when I was reading the notes, I was like, Really? That was, that was, oh, okay. Um, I had no idea. So it never prevented me, you know, from having fun already online. Um, And and honestly, um, I didn't even notice that those were issues. So great that they're fixing things, but it was never on my radar. Gotcha. What about you, Barry?
2: Uh, I haven't gone back and played Mario Kart 8 since the patch. Uh, I'm happy to see, like, they added the uh, facial expressions back to the me characters that were, uh, for some reason, removed. <laughs> but I'm very hurt and upset that they fixed the Inkling Girl's animation for when she, when she uh, got you. Because, uh, you know, after the Luigi deaths there, it was like, oh, you know, Nintendo's getting a little edgier with that Inkling Girl. It's like, all oh, right Nintendo, you know, way to weasel that in. But, no, I'm sure someone had to complain. And they had to change it, but oh, it, was just, it was just funny, you know? Like, it was just something you would not expect to see in a Nintendo game, but it fit the character because Inklings have attitude. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. So they had to take that out. So <laughs> maybe they'll bring it back. Uh, I, was, I was looking through the notes, and I was praying that they would bring back um, Elimination in multiplayer with Balloon Battle and bring back the bombs and other things, um, but they didn't. So I want them to fix Balloon Battle so that it's like Mario Kart 64 again, or at least give it the option to let us have both, but that's still not there sadly.
0: Yeah, actually, I kind of agree with Blue Balloon Battle. It, it doesn't feel the same uh, compared to how it used to be. Um, but the as far as the patch notes go, I for the most part, I haven't really seen a lot of these errors, although there's one time, the one time I tried to actually like, live stream some gameplay on my YouTube channel or something for Mario Kart, I got a bunch of communication errors and everything, and that just frustrated me, but Sounds like it it happened a lot while I was spectating and about to join and that sort of thing. So seems like after this patch, it would have fixed it. I haven't, I've only played online, like in friend matches since then. So I haven't really tried, uh, uh, like just worldwide in general. Um, But the boomerang piece was one I, I mean, I just thought there was a change to the item with the way that it functioned. I just thought that's how it was, but I guess they wanted to, you know, fix it. So it returns back to the first slot, like how it used to. So I guess, you know. It is, I what want it
2: is. To switch items. <laughs> they need to bring that back in double dash too.
0: Because mm-hmm. it's really
2: annoying when you get like a banana peel and a coin when you're in first place and you already have ten coins and all you want is a banana peel to defend yourself and then the coin if you get hit, but you have to use the coins and waste them to quickly grab a banana peel if you see a shell coming. So they need to be able to allow you to switch back, you know, which items you have.
0: Yeah. We'll see if uh if they make that. But it's kind of cool to see the vast amount of changes they made because, you know, technically it's a port of a game from Wii U, but they're still committed to making all these updates and ensuring, you know, that it that it really does well. Um so that's definitely uh definitely good to see from from Nintendo. Um,
1: yeah, they're treating it as an as a new game instead of just uh just a port to make people happy. They're actually, you know, giving it a the same, you know, updates the new game would Yeah.
0: Totally, and it shows the commitment that they have to the online play, which hopefully will translate over to other games, such as Splatoon 2, which brings us to our last little topic. But before we get into it, just another little reminder. Uh, if you are interested in attending the Play NYC event that we discussed earlier, we have some tickets that we can give away, but uh, please only enter if you think you'll be able to go to New York for this event in August. Uh, if you are interested in the chat room, you can post hashtag Play NYC, and your thoughts on the Zelda Breath of the Wild DLC, and let us know um, if you are interested. Uh, and so uh, check that out. Um, so as is tradition, and this blows my mind every time this happens. It's so funny. We're doing a podcast right now, which of course means Nintendo's going to announce another Nintendo Direct after the podcast. It just it happens way too much. I need to go back. I, I really need to do an edit of something and like compile all of this because this is just <laughs> insane. How much it happens? Like we're not joking. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, this consistently happens. It's weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think it, I think it's at the point where you know when we decided, hey, we're gonna have a regular schedule. um, I think Nintendo did too, and they're like, mm, so <laughs> Nintendo Fuse picked this day. We're gonna pick mm, a couple days after them every time.
2: Yeah, it's either exactly. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of the week that we do a podcast like, <laughs> every time.
0: It's like, uh, if you guys ever want a
2: Nintendo Direct, just
0: tell us to do a podcast. We got you covered. <laughs> so, basically, this one is on Splatoon 2, which comes out next month. I, no, not next month. This month. It's July. Wow. Okay. Yeah. July. <laughs> that was quick. Um, <laughs> so, it is a refresher, uh, as Nintendo called it, on Splatoon 2's new features, weapons, and styles. So, it takes place this Thursday, July 6th at 7 a.m. Pacific time, 10 a.m. Eastern. Um, and yeah, so it's focusing on Splatoon 2, as far as we know, unless they throw in something else, which I've been on before. But, um, you know, we know a decent amount of, about the game, but there's also a decent amount that we don't necessarily know. Like, they haven't shown too many new weapons. You know, we've talked about a lot of different modes, but I think this would be a good chance to sort of do, just like they did for ARMS, like a big overview of Splatoon 2. This is what you're getting, this is what it is. Um, I also think there's gonna be two pieces to it that will come alongside the announcement. One being the green and pink boycons, which America has not uh, had announced yet. Um, I actually pre-ordered it from it Amazon Japan or some other country. So, cause I, who knows if it's coming, so I just had to pre-order it so I could import those colors. I have all the colors so far, so I had to get these. Uh, but I have a feeling they'll announce them anyways for America. But also the, um, Weren't we supposed to get a beta of the smartphone app in the summer or was that push the fall? I can't remember. I know the full one was next year, but if the beta was going in the summer,
1: summer. yeah.
0: Splatoon two would be perfect to launch alongside it. So maybe they'll talk about a beta of the app.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I imagine it would probably come out with, with the game. So they might talk about it and then they'll say, you know, launching the day before or, or that same day as the game is, is the, uh, is the beta of the app.
2: Now you you also talked about the Joy-Cons. What about the uh, Splatoon 2 Pro Controller that Japan's getting? Do you think we're going to get that That's right.
1: That's right.
0: I think I have that pre-ordered too, but, but yes, we need that (laughs) in
2: America. Yeah.
1: Hasn't it actually, I, I thought they, they did, we did see pictures of that in American, like Splatoon 2 stuff of the, of the Pro Controller now. They didn't actually talk about it. I don't think, but we've actually it's – it's been some of the, the marketing stuff, I think.
0: You know what? I think, if I remember correctly, we might actually have the Pro Controller for America. Maybe I pre-ordered it from, like – was it Walmart or something? I I think you might be right. I think we actually do have the Pro Controller coming to America, but I don't think they've announced the Joy-Cons for America, right. Green and Plank ones. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I wish they made so- – green and two pink because I would get the green ones no question but I don't want green and pink I want two green
0: (laughs) right I'm hoping they do another set that's the opposite green and pink as well and not just do this green and pink and then two greens and two pinks and then I'm stuck having to buy those sets as well which would (laughs) suck but I can't resist these colors so I have my blue and red ones here I have my yellow ones in the other room I love all these colors they're great
2: Uh, yeah i think um go ahead no if you're talking splatoon 2
1: go oh yeah um so i think the the interesting thing if i remember correctly when splatoon came out that we knew like a lot about the game they kept rolling out more and more information like over the long haul i feel like we don't know a whole lot about splatoon 2 and i know a lot of it is the same basic game i mean they're They're adding some new stuff in there, but they did say, you know, new weapons and new maps and things like that. And I feel like we knew a whole lot about it um, by the time it actually came out from the test fires and from um, just news rolling out on their Tumblr and all this other stuff. And I feel like I'm more in the dark about Splatoon 2 than I was Splatoon 1.
2: All I want to know is the story mode. I thought Splatoon 1 story mode was a blast. And I want to see more of that, like the platforming and, and all that. Just bring that back. Like, I know there is a story mode. I know they did that teaser. But I want to see some gameplay of the story mode.
0: Right. Yeah, they sort of, like, tease certain things. Like, we got, like you said, that little trailer sort of of the story mode. They've talked about the the salmon run mode and, like, the amiibo. And they've, they've kind of, like, mentioned a bunch of stuff. But I think we really need sort of that comprehensive, like, This is the rundown of everything in the game. This is what it looks like. This is exactly what you're getting on July 21st. Is that what it is? Something like that, I think.
2: Now, here's a Um, question. Do you think that they will continue to support Splatoon 2 with free DLC post-launch, like they did with Splatoon 1 and ARMS? Or do you think Splatoon 2 will launch as a more robust package than Splatoon launched, and they'll do a season pass like they did with Zelda?
1: oh that's a good question i do think they will continue to support it as it goes but should we pay for it or not that's interesting um i think they'll probably do it without paying for it but but something tells me they might try the other thing see i think the 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 support that splatoon 2 or splatoon 1 got with it the dlc and everything ongoing were things that it made more sense for, I think, the entire community to have. Um, Some of the things were not, but a lot of it were more things that that we really want everybody to have. And so that makes more sense, I think, to roll it out that way. So if that's what they're going to continue to do, I do see them continuing to make it free. But if it's more like things that that will not give some players uh, enhancements over other players, Um, then, yeah, I could see them doing some paid DLC and maybe, like, a season pass for that. Um, I think it all depends on how they continue to roll things out. I think, obviously, the maps and stuff like that, I think they'll continue to roll them out for everybody for free. Um, But, you know, I I wouldn't put it past them to see some, like, DLC for specific clothing or, or things like that that, you know, would maybe it would change the game a little bit, but it wouldn't necessarily put other people that didn't get it at a huge disadvantage.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think what Nintendo has done, you know, at least with arms and the Splatoon on Wii and stuff, I think supporting a game with the free DLC like that for those types of online competitive games, keeps people coming back and playing online. I think they want to keep these communities growing and they're going to get their money from the online membership fees that people will be paying so I think for games like Splatoon and ARMS, they're just going to do the free kind of ongoing content. And then you have your sort of single player focused games like Zelda, where you can buy season pass DLC and get more stuff there. I think, I think their goal will just want to keep people playing, keep those communities growing. And, and I think one of the ways that we may see like special costumes, I know, I don't know if it's in Europe or Japan, but one of those two, um, I think on my Nintendo, they, they announced their first Nintendo Switch rewards, which is some Splatoon costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, finally, because I don't need wallpapers and other pointless stuff yeah. uh, on, on my Nintendo. So the um, so hopefully that comes over to America as well with with the costumes.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Like, yeah, I've got gold points that are just expiring because I, I don't to spend them on. Um, but it would be cool to. I think honestly, we mentioned you know Rocket League at the very beginning. I think that's that's a, a company that that's really done uh or a game that's done well on supporting the game uh, ongoing, releasing free DLC for people for new new modes, new maps, things like that. Um, but there is a paid, you know, side of things as well. Um, you can get, you know, specific cars or specific items or anything like that, but, uh, but they roll out the free stuff to keep people in the game, and every so often they're like, oh, new mode, and it, it brings back people that, you know, maybe had shelved it for a while. They get back in the game, it, it gets some momentum again. Um, but they are putting out some, you know, different stuff for for paid things as well. And in addition to, you know, maybe getting, you know, money from the online, you know, just being able to play online.
2: Yeah, I think it's healthy to foster the online community, especially with the paid online. I mean, if they don't have the content there, then people aren't going to pay the $20 a year. Uh, So, and and especially with Nintendo's big eSports cake, that they're doing, they're pushing with ARMS and Splatoon 2 and Pokemon Tournament DX. And, and I'm sure they're going to do that with Mario Kart 8 uh, and presumably Mario Kart 9 and, and Smash Brothers uh, Switch mm. and whatever else they put out. Uh, I think it is wise for them to keep that free content coming to bring people back, uh, especially with new maps. And that's in you know, such a contrast to what Activision's been doing with Call of Duty where they have all these map packs and and all this stuff, and you have to pay, and, you know, it really, you know, divides the community. There you have a community of 8 to 12 million or so. Uh, So if you divide it, there's no big deal. Uh, I don't know what the community is in arms. I don't know if it hit a million units yet, um, but you don't want to divide it. And Splatoon 2, you know, it's most likely going to sell over a million units, but you don't want to divide that either because, again, it's small numbers compared to what some other companies are doing exactly
0: definitely uh only three penguins in the chat says uh he thinks paid dlc for single player stuff and costumes free dlc for new stages and weapons so as to not splinter the player base gameplay wise um so we'll see what they end up doing uh i guess on thursday um but uh definitely um interesting possibilities
2: there is one more, you know, talking about like updates and stuff. There's one more big switch update that you didn't mention. Um, I'm sad that you didn't.
0: What's the What's the update?
2: Super Bomberman R. We finally got the costume oh. from <laughs> Pyramid Head, and, and we we got the Gradius, and we got the Simon Belmont bomber, along with new stages. I mean, come on, Konami is still supporting that game. Like they that need is a true. Bar, you know, we need to get that them. is true. And it's got to get props
0: to Konami. Yeah. The uh no, I actually I, I have a game, but I haven't played it in a very long time. Between Zelda and Mario Kart and everything, I kind of like almost forgot about it to be honest. But I do have to give props. I am actually impressed with Konami for how much they have supported it so far. So um for that alone, thank you Barry for mentioning that. I think, you know, we definitely gotta gotta play some Bomberman again and to anybody that has Bomberman, go update if you don't. Um Konami's supporting it. So
2: And, I mean, and it's it's the online. Pretty- Slovenia. Well,
1: that's. I think the big question is if they have they actually fixed the online now.
2: Yeah, like, they is did it, that is a couple, couple it, passes ago.
1: Like, is it because I know they said it before that they fixed it, and then we played it and it was crap. <laughs> so, like, I think did they, they really fixed it.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I haven't played it online. We'll have to do another match and see. if we'll it, yeah. If it's good or or bad? Uh, About you know as terrible as it was last time we did it, there was a charm. Uh, to just laughing about how bad it was, uh, so we should definitely do it again and and see if it is in fact fixed. Maybe update our game chat on it. Maybe, yeah, because
0: yeah. we can uh cause... beta test the voice chat app with Skype. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we did it. We did it that way last time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> for sure.
2: The only way. The only way you can play with Skype.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I think um, it's great to see those, those types of games um, get supported. So just to kind of finish things off uh, with, uh, with the episode today, I know we talked about a lot of different games that we've played or you know, for the summer, but any other titles that you are going to be playing this summer that you're looking forward to? Because this really is the summer of the Switch. I know for me, I mean, obviously Splatoon 2 is coming out and then uh, Mario and Rabbids in August. So, I mean, that's going to kind of cap things off there. Um, which is pretty cool. But I think I'm also exploring around the eShop. Um, I actually got, uh, I forget what it's going to be called in America, but the Project Makuru game, the one where you're kind of doing the the jumps on the tiles and then change colors, because it's on the Japanese eShop, so like, why don't I download it? And all the menus and everything is in English, so, you know, why not? Uh, so I played it a little bit. It's kind of interesting. Uh, but I'll, I think I'll be exploring around some of the smaller eShop titles and you know, for a couple uh, pretty cheap and Pretty fun to play in between other big games as well. So, what about you guys? What are you planning for the summer with Switch?
1: Yeah, I mean, other than other than Splatoon two, um, another game I, I checked out at Pax East and I'm particularly excited about is uh, a little game called Death Squared. And um, it'd be it's on the eShop as well, and um, it's a really cool co-op uh, puzzle sort of adventure, um, kind of a, a simple. Game and and we're gonna hope to uh, get uh, the developer actually on on an industry talk at some point too. Um, but if if you're if you're interested in in puzzle games, especially co-op uh, kind of puzzle games, it's a uh, it's a cool game. And um, I playing that, I think that that's something that I think um, I've realized through um, snipper clips that my wife and I really like uh, enjoying we, we like playing puzzle games together. And so that could be another game as as well. But if you you have um, a partner or a good friend or something like that that you can play. Um, it, it's fun and and that's yeah. Other than Splatoon 2, that's probably one of the games I'll be playing a lot, um, we'll being on the road a lot this summer. And so um, between traveling and and all that stuff, uh, that will be definitely. it It's be cool to to be able to take that on the go and be able to you know set it up um, in the plane or you know wherever we are and be able to just kind of pop off the joy cons and play together. So. Um that's one of the coolest things I'm realizing about Switch is those co-op adventures that you just have because it's all built right in. I don't have to worry about taking all these different controllers and everything. I just pop it out and, oh, look, I'm ready to do the multiplayer
2: right there. So that's
1: been pretty cool.
0: Definitely. What about you, Barry?
2: Uh, well, lately I've been doing uh, – playing some ARMS. I've been having some fun with that. And Cave uh, Story Plus, which came out, never played Cave Story before. Uh, so that came out. Uh, so I've been really enjoying that. And uh, obviously, Splatoon 2, I'll probably play. I won't know how much I'll play. Uh, that all really depends on how much content Square decides to give us in Final Fantasy 14 uh, and how much of the summer it will, will absorb. Um, but I'm looking forward to Marion Rabbids for sure. Like that, that is a game I can't wait to just invest into. It just looks like a ton of fun. And uh, another game that I've actually been playing this week. Um, because it just came out this week, it's not actually a, a Switch game, but it is a Nintendo game. Uh, that's Monopoly Gamer, which is an actual physical uh, board game uh, from, from Hasbro. Monopoly, uh, there you go. They, you know, uh, my wife <laughs> and I have been playing it. We got all the characters. There's like eight extra characters. We've been playing it. It is a like ton kind of fun. In uh, fact, tomorrow for Fourth of July, my father is coming over. My cousin. I'm like, all right, let's play this four player. Uh, it's just, it's a blast. And it came out of nowhere, just like the SNES Mini. It was just like, boom, announcement, boom, it's actually in stores. And, and it really is a fun take on Monopoly. So as a big fan of Monopoly, I had to get it.
0: Yeah, like I cool. was surprised because I saw the announcement. It said coming in August. I was like, okay. And then I saw GameStop Collector's Edition now available. I was like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to GameStop today. And I went and bought it and all the extra pieces. And I was happy because you can buy the extra pieces almost in what look like blind bags. So I was worried, but they're not. You can see them, like, from the front. They're open, like, clear packaging, so you know what character you're getting. So thankfully, I bought, you know, exactly the characters I wanted. I played with my wife uh, Were you the other day get them as
2: well. Virginia? Did they have all eight extra characters?
0: Yep, they had them all at the one GameStop I went to.
2: Here's the funny thing. The two – in, in Jersey, three GameStops got the, uh, got it in, only three. Two of them are near me, and I called them both in their boxes, were missing Diddy Kong, Wario, and Fire Mario. No idea why. I luckily got contacted by somebody in Chicago who saw me post about it on Facebook, and he picked up the other three for me and mailed them. I paid him a little extra for for his troubles. So I have them all, but I had to import those three from Chicago because for whatever reason, the New York metro (laughs) area, let's not send them three of the eight characters that we're going to advertise.
0: That is interesting. Yeah, that whole I'm like, glad you guys,
1: display and everything there. I'm glad you guys mentioned it because I totally forgot about it. Um, I don't know what was going on in my life the day that it was announced or everything, but I, I totally forgot. So I might have to go do GameStop. Um, I, I don't think. And very special hours tomorrow on the 4th of July, but maybe yeah, I'll go Wednesday. Um, tend- yeah, tomorrow. yeah. Okay. And because
0: GameStop, by the way, for anybody planning on getting it, the regular version comes out in August, but the GameStop collector's edition has special packaging. It's got a Bowser uh, figure as well, a Bowser Jr. boss card. So there's a bunch of exclusives you can only get with it. So you And it's out now, so instead of waiting, you might as well get it now and get the extra stuff. Um, it's definitely... What's
2: interesting, though, is that the regular edition comes with a Bowser boss card. You don't get that Bowser boss card in the collector's edition. You get the Bowser Jr. So technically, ah. the collector's is missing that card because Bowser is a playable character. But you have to play. You have to goodbye both.
0: Well, see, yeah, yeah now you think... got the collectionist in me, you know, like the completionist in me. Like, oh great,
2: well maybe now I need to. <laughs> uh, I think man. Well, there's different there's, there's die, too. Like the collection edition is a blue die, and the other one is a regular. But I think Bowser Junior is just a carbon copy of what Bowser is as a boss. It's just because we Bowser's in the game, he can't be a boss too, so they just do Bowser Junior in there. Hmm. But, yeah, if you really want it, go for it. (laughs) Maybe.
0: But uh, for now, I'll just pretend you never said that, and I'll just enjoy my Bowser
2: Jr. and and
0: pretend like that's all that exists. (laughs) I have enough Amiibo and other stuff to collect now (laughs) in July. We have all that stuff coming out. Oh, God, Um, yeah. But uh, it's going to be a mess. So, anyways, there's there's a lot coming this summer. Uh, We haven't even talked about – well, first of all, we briefly, Barry mentioned ARMS. ARMS, I think they're going to be updating it mid-July, last I heard. We have, obviously, 3DS, we didn't even talk about, Metopia. Hey, Pikmin, the new T- 2DS XL. This summer is packed. I mean, there's Ever a lot happening. Too. Yeah, there's so much happening. I think there's, there's a bunch of Fire Emblem news that's been coming out. I think they've been teasing Fire Emblem news possibly this week or something. Uh, so there's, there's a bunch of stuff happening, and it's a lot. Uh, so Nintendo E3 is not over for Nintendo. This is just a year-long E3 in a way, lots of stuff, so definitely very exciting, Uh, and uh, we'll be back uh, next month to talk about Splatoon 2 and everything else that has happened um, with uh, Nintendo, so it'll be very exciting for sure. Um, So I think what we'll do, because that's it for our discussion on the podcast, for the play NYC stuff, I think we can give away a ticket after the fact, right? We should be able to to do something like yeah. that for um, so at least one ticket, maybe more. We'll see, but at least one. Uh, if you guys are listening to this podcast after the fact, it's not live anymore. You're listening to it afterwards uh, on our YouTube video. If you post a comment in the chat, um, you just or post a comment on the video uh, by the end of next Monday, which is July 10th. Um, So by midnight Eastern time, the end of the day, um, we'll pick somebody at random uh, to uh, get a ticket to play NYC, but you have to post, let us know that you want a ticket for play NYC and let us know, you know, your thoughts on the Zelda DLC or, or just anything in general, just contribute to some sort of Nintendo discussion, but let us know that you're interested in the play NYC tickets and, only please enter if you think that you might be able to go to the event. Um, but we'll pick somebody at random after the fact and, and contact you. So best of luck uh, to everybody. Thank you again to everybody that joined in the chat and, and, uh, and posted your discussion. Uh, we really appreciate that. And we look forward to hearing more from, from everyone in the future as well. Um, and check out Nintendo Fuse. Uh We do have a bunch of other shows on the channel as well. We have the industry talk uh, shows. We have our game chats. And, and lots of other great content on the site as well. So definitely keep an eye on uh, on all of that. Um, and I think there's one final piece, uh, Barry, that you're mentioning?
2: Or... Oh, um, for tonight, the win- winners from tonight. Uh, Do we have any entries tonight? Yes.
0: Excuse me. Okay. So, see. yeah.
1: Should we just announce it? I can, I can just choose one. So,
0: yeah, let's do that. All right. Pick somebody from the session.
1: I'm going to grab, I don't know. I have no idea how to do this. We'll just kind move a mouse around and like only three penguins. Congratulations. All right. There you go. Congrats. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I think they, um, you can, can contact us. Probably the best way is to send us a message on YouTube. Um, so we, we see it's the same username and everything, and uh, we can match you up and, and get your information from you, and uh, we'll we'll pass on that information like how to actually get the tickets. Um, just message us on YouTube, and uh, if for some reason that doesn't work out or whatever, like contact contact us on Twitter um, or Facebook or something like that. Um, we'll get get in touch with us some way and say, hey, I'm I'm only three penguins. I won the tickets, um, and we would will hook that up or anything for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's only three penguins out there. So, I mean, there, there can't <laughs> be that many people trying to enter. So, I mean, you know, like, you did it. You're one of the three penguins. You made it. Uh, but, no, really, congrats, uh, only three penguins. I um, uh, hope you're able to go to, to play NYC and enjoy. And, uh, yeah, we'll have lots more opportunities to win as well. Um, so, thank you guys again for joining. And uh, we'll be back again next month or maybe sooner if there's a bunch of other stuff to discuss, uh we'll let you know. Um and uh, check out Nintendofees.com for all the latest and we will see you later. Bye everyone. See ya.
2: Not ending.
0: Okay. <laughs> Do-do-do-do-do.
2: This is the end of the
0: podcast.
2: Uh, this doesn't I happen doesn't in a long
0: to time. Uh, in.
2: You haven't ended it on teams, on on TalkShoe?
0: I'm hitting end on TalkShoe, like, over and over and over, <laughs> and it, it refuses to end. It doesn't
2: want the podcast to end, you know? It's... You must continue. Give the people
0: what they want. <laughs> So, no, that Nintendo Direct is happening on Thursday.
1: <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> you must stay on the air until
1: Thursday. Uh, yeah. Ross is it in a non-stop Ross podcast.
2: Sophie.
1: Hey, Ross. Ross. He's there at the very end. I don't think he can oh, uh, oh, hear us, though, he so, because we're only on TalkShoot now.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. He
1: didn't hear us. He's up
2: there at the end. <laughs> well, this is a
0: bonus round if he listens on TalkShoot later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Probably yeah, I don't it. know. Let me close out of this and reopen it and then that might let me. Sometimes it does that. So <laughs> to anybody <laughs> listening, you get to hear some fun little hijinks at the end. Yeah.
1: They haven't they haven't had one of these in a long time, so yeah. This is
0: the after show. Okay, it's probably gonna work now. So bye everyone. Bye. Uh...